Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode of our Brave Noise interview series, we're joined by James and Helen from Wilderness, who dare to be brave and make noise about their Brave Noise brew. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about a brave noise. Come join us. Um, cool. James, Helen, uh, both of you, would you like to introduce yourselves? Um, tell us a bit about who you are, where you're from, um, and, and what your roles are? James, you're yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Who's going to go first? I, I, should, I should have um, put my project management hat on and delegated. Um, okay. Well, so, so I'm James. I am the Head brewer is a very grand title for a, a company with two people in, but I am—I guess I'm the brewer at Wilderness Brewery um, from Mid Wales. And Helen is hello. <laughs> um, so I do some sales and marketing with Wilderness, uh, based out of Newport, so a little bit further down. Um, yeah. And uh, I've only been doing it since December. So we're now a team of two. <laughs> cool. My sister-in-law lives in Newport, so I know exactly where Newport is. <laughs> I go there on the odd occasion. So uh know exactly where you are. I've been part can... for a long time. I just moved. So. <laughs> and you can 100% be the head brewer. Like, I'm the head educator of Love Bear Learning, and Love Bear Learning is me. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. <laughs> grand ti- grand the, grand, the grand master of beer i think maybe should be a good one yeah yeah but when it was when it was just me for a long time like um i was like i mean i guess i just don't need a job title because yes, i'm just me like, yes yeah yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> everything <Brilliant>. yeah. <laughs> just you can just say hod and then if anyone's like which department you could be like all of them all of them, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like that, Joe. I think you need yeah. to use that. Yeah, oh, I need to use like that. It. Yeah, that's, that's my new one. <laughs> um, so, as everyone will have known at this point, because we've probably talked about it to death, and I'm happy to keep talking about yeah. it till I'm blue in the face and people are sick of me and telling all of us to be quiet about it, because I will not be quiet about it. But um, Brave Noise, there's been only a handful of breweries to date in the UK that have chosen to be part of it. And yourselves... Uh, Wilderness Brew have chosen to be a part of it what led you guys to choose to be a part of a Brave Noise? Um, well it was it was funny it was so I had seen it and thought that sounds great really keen to do it but my hesitation was when it was just me as like a sort of straight white guy 30s feeling like I don't want to look like I'm taking advantage of anything, like jumping on any sort of bandwagon, even though yeah. that would not be the the thing. And then the other half of it is like, yeah, but if straight white guys, you don't suffer any real discrimination, don't be like, you know, it's important to stand up for stuff, then that doesn't help either. Um, but then when... Helen mentioned doing it I was like oh yeah okay someone else saying it's a good idea makes me feel <laughs> less like a bit of a a dip so I don't know that, so that's that sounds reasonable <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's all 100% valid I think it's great that you did want to take part in it even though it may not be like you're like oh I'm straight and I'm white and I'm a male and it doesn't affect me but it like it affects all of us and to have you as an ally is really important to us as well so thank you for thinking about doing it well you know it's a it's a good thing right and like not doing it and I'm sure we'll come on to this but like it's a really easy thing to get involved with yeah so choosing not to is a real choice I guess I think it is it is something that I think we've had these conversations with um which I mean you're probably anybody listening to this will have probably heard it in other conversations we've had on here as well that yeah it it is a choice it is more or less like you said a choice to not do it and and I sensed your hesitation when when you were like 
do I say straight white male? Like you were like, ooh, like it was almost like that was a dirty word that you oh, yeah, shouldn't yeah. say. And yeah. it's like, no, because I think that's quite important to be like, no, that is, you know, that is how I identify. And the fact that, you know, I just want to say from my perspective, the fact that you were like, yeah, okay, that made me a bit hesitant. It's like, well, actually, as you said quite rightly, I think the more people that are like I haven't faced this level of discrimination myself but I still feel that's important and they choose to speak up that's quite a compelling story in itself to be like yeah it's showing you don't have to be a person that has necessarily felt that head-on to still be like yeah it's important and I stand for that yeah and I say if you haven't experienced it you've you've at least seen it and that's you know I, it's, I feel like the total stereotypical person in the beer industry, like I'm a brewer, I'm like my age, I've got a beard, you know, like, I, like incredibly boring. So, you know, I face absolutely no discrimination in the industry at all, but I've definitely seen other people mm. face stuff and it's not great. It's, uh, it's crappy. But you can also see that, like, I don't know, I mean, someone like James, who uh, before I was working at Wilderness, I was like, oh, wow. Like, so if you go onto like, the Wilderness website and stuff, there's like loads about like, uh, it's like our stance. But I mean, it, it's James's stance. And it's all about like, yeah. you know, basically the fact that, that, that they, that he wants to be able to support uh, everybody and like you know if, like the sort of anti-discrimination and everything else but like if there if people like I guess James feel nervous to do it then there's going to be loads of people in beer that do aren't like who do just I think sometimes and I've seen it quite a lot in beer people kind of like uh, panic themselves into a standstill because they're not quite sure how to I don't know they don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing and I guess co-opting the wrong thing definitely so I think yeah. it, it would but then I think this is where this is really important because hopefully then there'll be other breweries that hear it and hear that there are lots of people getting involved and they can be like oh okay um yeah uh so yeah that's that's just what I think completely you're not the first person I've heard either to say yeah I was hesitant to get involved because I felt like maybe I needed to elevate other people's voices and I wasn't sure how to react to it like I've heard that come up quite a few times with with quite a few people that I think felt quite similar to you James and yeah I, I hope that this does help those people know that like yeah, it is really important to speak up from an ally standpoint with this stuff. Um, yeah, and like something I really like about it is like the the branding of the Brave Noise stuff. Like you, for the most part, most of the breweries like sort of take a step back with the branding of it. And it's like, look, this is a united front of people. And yeah, yeah the fact that like it's Wilderness Brewery that's brewed this particular one, like that's less important than this is their with a statement of like please stop being pricks yes yeah (laughs) I quite like that if you were to probably put loads of them in a row it might take having to like actually read the back of the can or something to kind of work out necessarily who the brewery is but also but then I also really love the way that each breweries are kind of like personalizing the actual style I think that that's a really nice way to do it but also to then put something of themselves into uh into the beer itself which I think is really great but I think that was a really interesting point because I know like um the Mirakai one we did they put all of our faces on the can and yeah yeah and that was really like a cool thing to do but I actually didn't I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to showcase the community that helped sort of do it which was really really brilliant but I never even thought about it in the sense of what you were saying about like um the overall branding of when you when you use that um the other ones that the majority of people you know have used that come with the the kit that say you know here's the brand to use I never even thought about it in the sense of like it's a step back from being like here is wilderness or here is 
another brewery you have to really pay attention to actually who it was and it really puts the brave noise front and center it's something i hadn't even thought about until you've literally just mentioned that helen so that's really yeah, um, that's really cool really cool yeah. <laughs> to think about that actually yeah like well it, it also like it, it's one of those things like the barrier to doing it is again like lowered by the fact that like, they've already designed a label for you if you want to use it or if you want to put your own personality in and say like no we're really behind this we're really doing this or then you can like the I can see the ones behind you, Jan, like yeah. the, the Meraki one, and the, is that the yeah. Vault City one um, as well? Yeah, the Vault City one. There's like, a bit kind of a nice combination of the two. I do like the, yeah. like the amalgamation of the two. Yeah. I think that's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. good. But everyone's at least using like the same name, the yeah. same general colour scheme. Yeah, like, it's they're definitely all like standing together, aren't they? Which is yeah. which is yeah. great. Like it's really cool. Yeah. I like it. So what if if I can ask Helen, like what made you bring it to James's attention? Um, well, I knew about the Brave Noise stuff for a bit. Um, I run a um a like informal drinks publication called Birum Collective, and we've done um we've kind of done bits and bobs of work with people like Fran Navarro. Um, so because through that connection, really the Brave Noise had kind of I guess well actually finally I came into our inboxes um when Ash emailed us to ask for some UK they were looking for people to help with um like I guess charity suggestions and like different causes that you could support and you know Ash was like oh well we obviously have got quite a good handle on like the US and like Canada side of things but like who would you sort of suggest so we kind of helped with the putting together of the um of the sort of recommended charities list um which was I mean yeah that was really great to kind of um help out with it's always really handy having like I've uh, found that just with other things where I've been like oh I need sometimes you need to know which I guess groups are you know legit um unfortunately yeah um, yeah that was I was really happy to be able to um help out with that as was my uh, co-editor Rachel which was really cool um yeah and then before that I mean I've worked I've, I've been in a bar for like three years um and then I think I, then when I started with James I don't know I just suddenly had this realization where I was like oh I can actually like get involved with that stuff like because as a from a bar perspective you're like oh it's cool because we can like try and get it in or whatever like and it was quite nice to suddenly be like oh I can help in a different way and actually get to be involved with um yeah making it so it was yeah more just by it It was probably one of the first things I emailed you about I was like I'm (laughs) it's like I just realized that we could do it so I just thought wow we should and I also I mean at the time the deadline was like March so I was like cool so I know I've only been here for like a week but uh we <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so although that's just I mean I think I'm sure James has had enough of me bossing him around but um <laughs> no, I know that's precisely you know that's 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 uh, everyone needs a Helen in there their, their, their life is my my new yeah but yeah I just thought it'd be really important um and also really important because I knew that there weren't a lot of people in the UK doing it especially in Wales and I just thought as uh, as I guess like yeah to basically be the first people to do it I was like it's a big like representation of it's like I just yeah I just thought it'd be such a shame if by the end of it there were no breweries from Wales who had stood behind it. And I don't think it is to do with necessarily the people that are running Welsh breweries. I think it's more to do with the reach. I don't think it's necessarily gotten to certain people. So okay. it's been really nice doing it and kind of starting to, I don't know, speak to other breweries and like encourage, encourage them to be involved. But I also think that sometimes if breweries have full teams of men as well, they probably are like, can we do this? Like, are we yeah. allowed to do this? So, but I mean, the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, uh, you know, as someone who felt that, like it's, it is, I guess, cowardice a bit. It is like, oh, well, I guess it's not, it's not really my place to 
to get I can involved see. in. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. I think some people kind of have that feeling from, from I mean, I, I'm making an assumption, but based on conversations I've had and, and the like, I think some people feel like not, not even so much of, of the cowardice per se, as much as it's, you know, should I be the one that does this? Am I going to do this? And it's going to be the wrong choice because I'm going to get backlash that's telling me I shouldn't have done that and I should be letting other people do it or something along those lines. Um, So, yeah, hopefully this is one really brilliant example of like no like, like Helen said you absolutely should be yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah. definitely um yeah for sure it'd be quite nice to I'm hoping that especially when ours is out hopefully it'll start to um you know encourage other people and even encourage because I think that bars and bottle shops who have relationships with different breweries I mean it's such an it's easy you know like oh are you gonna make one like it's it is such an easy kind of question because yeah some people are just like they are just like oh I just didn't think that maybe I was supposed to or um but yeah it would be yeah it would be really cool to to see more people getting involved with it for sure I think I think when we recorded the episode with um the Mirakai ladies um we sort of said you know we were encouraging people like go out and you know message you know message your favorite breweries and you know ask them to take part or if you've got local breweries or you know people local to you that you can sort of request it you know go to your local pubs and tap rooms and everything else and you know request the ones that you know are out there show them that you actually want it that there's a need for it that there is that calling for it and that they're not going to make a mistake by doing it like you're not going to go oh you know keep politics out of beer I don't want that you're saying I want this you know go and tell them and because that's the way that they're going to go okay if there are people that are afraid of it because they're afraid of what their community is going to say and their community is telling them no we want this hopefully that will also help encourage as well yeah for sure especially in an industry that can be so heavily led by like hype so I'm like yeah this should be (laughs) this should be very high up on the list of hype but for some reason well no for I'm sure many reasons it it just kind of gets pushed to the side and um yeah it would be really nice to see yeah to see more people doing it yeah definitely for your version have you did you use the the recipe as is or have you made any tweaks to it so what it was Helen's idea actually was to go all UK ingredients. Oh, amazing. Um, because I, and I can assume the reasoning was because like, while it's an anti-discrimination thing, uh, Helen in particular is extremely xenophobic. So just <laughs> using um, ingredients from anywhere else is a, yeah. is a real. <laughs> my soul just left my body. Um... <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I wish I could, I wish I could say things with such conviction like so seriously because I don't think I'd have been able I would have just probably laughed before that was amazing (laughs) okay so that's not why Um, (laughs) I do like to always preface my like passion for the utilization of like UK ingredients uh uh with like this is like a non-Brexity opinion (laughs) this is more of an environmental thing because in anything else I'd be like no (laughs) I'm like no I just think it's really great especially looking at the I don't know looking at the example I mean when we read through the little um like the all the information guide that you get I mean they they do talk about things like uh they give bits of advice on to do with you know sustainable like bits and bobs and and I just thought well it would be nice for it to the obvious route I think would have been for us to like do a sour version or like even like a um like a saison with in the similar like flavor profile or something and like yeah I thought that that could be super cool but then I was like well actually it'd be quite nice to um I thought it'd be nice to partner up with some like UK growers but also because then we're letting them know what it is as well so I kind of I last year I got to um so just after I quit my bar job 
last year, I then went and did, um, I worked cider harvest. And um, while I was living on the orchard, basically, there's also a hop farm there called Brookhouse uh, mm-hmm. Farm. And um, they do, I knew that they'd been doing lots of uh, experimentation with sort of uh, new hops and like, and they, I knew that they also had this um, sort of UK version of Chinook and um, which I'd heard good, good things about. And I just sort of thought, you know, maybe it'd be nice to to get in contact. So sort of linked James up with the the team there and it, it was, it's just been really lovely and they've, they've been brilliant, haven't they? Yeah, they were great. We, we sort of emailed and said, Hey, this is what we're thinking of doing. Uh, sort of vaguely New England IPA style thing. Um, we saw your your UK grown chinook, and have heard good things. Like, that, are they are they good? And they so they emailed back and said, yeah, they'd be great. And then maybe throw some sovereign in there as well that they grew that nice. I hadn't used before. And then they were like, oh, is the you know brave noise thing? Can we like can we chuck in some yeast as well, like some free yeast for you to use? To, and it was like, it was just their way of supporting it as well, which was really, like really nice for us. And yeah. then the hops arrived in the UK Chinook were amazing and mm-hmm. were really nice. And I bought some more <laughs> immediately as well. So hopefully it worked for them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's such a, but like just, a cyclical, like a very quick yeah, relationship where, yeah. you know, you're letting them know about, brave noise beer and they might be like oh that's amazing and then they're sort of you're trying their hops and you're like these are amazing i have some of those and and it's it's the you're supporting inclusivity for everybody by also supporting local as well or you know like uk wise anyways i don't know how close they physically are to, to you guys but um i think it's really great to even be like well this is about community and we want to support our community yeah, yeah, the whole beer production chain, like not not just brewers, <laughs> but suppliers as well. Yeah, that's really really interesting. Yeah, and they were they were really positive, weren't they? About like yeah. we, you know, they said, you know, please. Well, we we said, you know, we'd like to say thank you for the essentially the free stuff, but also the advice yeah. Um, yeah. Like, by putting you on the label and stuff. And they were like, oh no, yeah, yeah, please, that'd be great. So amazing. Oh, yeah, so and cool. hope, oh, and hopefully, you know, all it takes is. I guess then mentioned to another brewery that they work with and you can kind of and hopefully it'll uh sort of gain some interest that way as well but um yeah it's uh I also thought and it's I don't yeah I don't know how often people do integrate their suppliers into I guess like a collaboration in that way and I was like it's quite nice to be almost doing like a secondary collaboration with yeah um with a supplier and kind of making that um that connection and kind of building a relationship so um but yeah it's all part of my very long-term evil plan yeah. I, don't know what the, I don't know what the end result is <laughs> you'll I'm, get there eventually <laughs> I'm hoping that my the end result might be something like you know people are pals and that maybe we can have like a nice thing going on. I don't know. <laughs> Your big evil like, plan of making everyone right. tolerant of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sounds like an evil plan I can get behind. Like I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned um, a bit ago, you mentioned about the charity. What charity cause is your brave noise supporting? You want to say you, you? It was well. I was going to say it was your. You you suggested the drinks trust, didn't you? Was... Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I uh, I just I discovered the drinks trust last year during lockdown, um, and I was quite taken aback actually because I was like, I've been in hospitality for however many years, and I had no idea that they even existed, and. Um, which you know is the the fault of I would say many people but not necessarily them I think it's more of a kind of you know uh sort of it can be it's a bit of an industry uh problem sometimes uh with employers maybe wanting to give you point you in the direction of resources that might be nice for staff so um and I just thought that what they were doing was fantastic. And um, I've kind of always wanted to be able to support them in some capacity. Um, but with uh, Beerum being the way that it is and that we're like Patreon funded and stuff like that, I was like, we've, I've always, we sort of 
grew a bit of a relationship with them through that and then um but it's always been this kind of weird like we want to support you but we can't like monetarily support you and that always feels a bit like I don't know sometimes you're just like oh it's so frustrating because it's like not enough uh so we just tend to do a lot of like signposting and um I just thought this was a really great opportunity to kind of like I was going to say put my money where my mouth is. Uh, put James's money where my mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, you know, it's just we're all helping each other. <laughs> that, like, it's a really good, like, they seem like they've done amazing stuff during the last couple of years because the last couple of years have been really hard on hospitality. Yeah. So, you know, just having resources and support and you know mental health support for people and stuff because lots of hospitality workers don't get that much support from employers it's it's not exactly renowned as the world's no. most supportive yeah industry not that there aren't great people but like we all know there aren't yeah there are some not great people that's uh, yeah and hence brave noise <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we come circled around back. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's yeah. uh I think this is just one step closer to your evil plan, Helen. Of yeah. making everyone tolerant <laughs> and caring for each other. Drinks trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to try the Brave Noise beer. I can't wait to, to order some. I'm, I mean, we are drinking your beers. I've got your, yep. the uh, Continental Hopped Bitter, which is really, really lovely. I've just yeah, I've, I've got a British yeah. Saison. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, I am, um, I'm going to a beer festival, an Easter beer festival. Just dated it. Because <laughs> we don't know when this is going to come out, but I've just dated <laughs> it. I'm going to uh, an Easter beer festival on Friday, and I was flicking through the, the list of beers they put out, and they've actually got your brave noise beer on at the festival and i'm like that's literally the first beer i'm gonna go get on oh well, that's cool that's <laughs> nice. i was like oh, i'm talking to them on monday i'm gonna go try that i'm gonna go get it on on keg so i'm excited for that <laughs> well, that's good well in the the interest of full transparency it is currently only available on keg because um we did one batch and it was i thought it came out really nicely and um, i kegged it all and yeah. then I absolutely ruined the canning. So we just, oh, no. Um, oh, so, no. so I had to uh, quickly brew it again. So I've been canning today. So a couple of weeks, they will also be canned. Amazing. Today. Yay. But probably by the time yeah. this comes out, they'll be canned. Yes. And I well, can't wait. Good. I could not wait to grab some. I Go think- ahead. I think people think we're really dragging out the launch, and I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. no, no. no. accidental, <laughs> accidental, like PR technique. Yeah. There, you're like, wow, yeah. I'm really building up soon. tension for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very <laughs> slowly, and then because then we've got people obviously like tagging pictures of like the stuff that is in kegs, and like, oh, when can we? And I'm like, soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a bit of a. I mean, this isn't just a brave noise problem, is it, for us? Like, like pretty much every everything. I'm like, oh, it'll be ready now. And then, like, two months later, Helen will be like, so that thing that you said would be ready. <laughs> is it ready? Is it ready now? Yeah. It's, it's giving so. someone some good anticipation. Yeah. Though, like, yeah. right? Because, like, yeah, I am yeah. really excited. Like, when I looked yeah. at the beers that you had out, it was all, like, I love Saison's. I love all that. And there's so many, like, interesting-sounding Saison's and a lot of, like, you know, wine barrel-aged things. That's really good. And the labels were all really just beautiful labels. I had to be, like, because my husband will actually murder me if I get too <laughs> many more beers. So I was, like, literally, like, I have to put it in and I have to put it into the podcast. I'm so sorry. And then I just put, like, a whole bunch in. <laughs> I was like well it's podcast stuff sorry uh but the artwork is just beautiful and I cannot wait to try the brave noise one so that's like super super exciting for that to be coming out um but in terms of back to the brave noise chat overall um what what changes would you both like to see in the industry in in the future or what have you noticed that you hope you continue to see I mean, I guess from my point of view, like it would just be, it is such a, so the brewing industry in particular is a bit of a diversity dead zone. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, partly it's historic, you know, the, the fact that there's no diversity is because there's been no diversity in the past and yeah. not everyone wants to be, or to have to be like, the first person and to push things you know it's just so just hopefully things like this just show 
people that might be interested or might not have ever considered it that like oh hopefully not everyone is a total am I allowed to say bellend on the yeah you can say um, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've said worse you can say okay. she said way worse yeah yeah um yeah I don't know I just I'd hate for someone to you know really fancy doing something in the the brewing industry as a job but feel like oh that isn't for people like me yeah because like it's for everybody that's so depressing. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah I guess that's what I'd like um I think I think that the drinks industry generally has a bit of a almost like like accessibility problem in the way that it's like people don't necessarily know about all the other like jobs that you can do and I think that a lot of that comes back to sometimes uh especially with hospitality but like with all the other stuff you know you're not you don't when you're at school and you go into all the careers fairs and things like that you aren't no one stood there like oh you really like science well guess what you might really like making beer like there's or even wine or it's just always kind of like it's one of those industries I think that you're like well that just happens so someone does it I don't know who but somebody (laughs) does um magically appears in my glass yeah exactly and I think that for a long time for obvious reasons you know if you're going to start a brewery you you do need money and I think therefore categorically just with the way that everything kind of falls they have tended to not be the most diverse group of uh group of people and you know people then hire people who look like them who are like them and then it just is this kind of ongoing spiral um but the I think the most important thing is that brewing and beer generally has kind of jumped into making things diverse before they've thought about making the industry inclusive which has had a a massive backlash in the way that actually we've ended up losing so many amazing people from the industry quite early on because yeah they were like I don't I don't want to stick it out like I don't want to do this I don't want to go through this and you know like I did a similar thing with a different industry I was supposed to be I was like training to be an electrician and I was doing lots of work with it within that industry and I just was like, do you know what? It's too hard and I don't want to do it. Because like, yeah, I don't, why should I have to be? And I fully understand why people feel that way. Um, so unfortunately for the drinks industry, um, I've decided that they don't have a choice. So um, they're going to have to change <laughs> for as long as I'm in it. It's all part uh, of the evil plan. Yeah, it's all part of the evil plan. Uh, so I think, um, I think actually thinking about how to make things inclusive instead of just diverse. I think people are like, well, we'll just put people yeah. into scenarios and then hope for the best because actually I, they haven't considered uh, everything that you might need as a person. Um, and um, so that's something that I'd like to see more of is definitely inclusivity from that perspective. And like, people actually just trying and not being scared um I think and I know that it's you know last year there were a couple of breweries that like tried but it was a little bit you know they ran into a wall and everyone was like you're doing it wrong and I guess there'll be a nervousness with those some of those breweries maybe to think oh well we're gonna give it another go because yeah everyone was like what you do wasn't quite right and a lot of people were quite mean and I think it's the hardest part is just dusting yourself off and trying again because the most important thing is that you're trying and that I think yeah I I don't know I I think that I'd like to see more also understanding maybe from other people because I think there's a lot of people going around who kind of like to you know maybe sit from a distance and say look at all the things that you're doing wrong and sometimes I'm like well what are you doing (laughs) because you've not tried at all but there are always people there to I think pick I don't know like pick on people when they so they're waiting for people to make a mistake and I think that 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 really doesn't help you aren't helping the fight for 
um, equality at all by pointing out every single thing that someone does wrong, especially when they're clearly trying. Um, so, yeah, uh, so lots of things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, that's really good. There needs to be, yeah, absolutely. I think there just needs to be forgiveness because I, I, I can only speak for myself from, from my consumer perspective. I'm willing to have forgiveness when I know that a brewery like had no ill intent. There was no malice behind it. They were doing what they thought was the right thing or the best thing. And then they can demonstrate, okay, maybe I didn't get it right, but I learned from that. And I and there has to be sincerity behind it. Like I sincerely did not intend for that. I have learned from that and I, I do want to do better and try harder and you know make things right I think you can kind of tell when someone's giving you lip service and they don't really mean it and I think though that's when you can kind of go "Mm, I'm dubious of it but I think if someone really is demonstrating like sincerity and humility and is like I really want to try again there has to be some level of forgiveness there because they're not going to want to dust themselves off and try again or do the right thing in correct course if they feel like it doesn't matter what I do I'm always wrong and everyone's always going to be angry at me and you know what's the point of trying sort of thing and then you never see any change in a positive way exactly and I do think that and I know for a fact that there are lots of different people in the industry who are also maybe doing things you know quietly they're they're having conversations with different people they're speaking to you know various like diversity consultants and all that kind of thing and I think people are like well you've not said anything for however many days and I'm really cross because I want you to tell me every single thing that you're doing and I like and I understand that suspicion and um, I'm deeply suspicious of like a lot of companies and a lot of businesses but I think that it is also good sometimes to like I don't know just take pause but um yeah I think uh, one of the uh, like something that I think is is definitely really important to like me is trying to start engaging with younger people about the drinks industry because that is a really great way, I think, to also help kind of, yeah, introduce it to people who maybe didn't know about it and um, maybe don't just have loads of money and one day think, do you know what? I'd really love to brew some IPAs. <laughs> I wish I had known about my, I wish I had known about my options. I think the problem yeah. is, like, at least in the US, what I, what I think the struggle is there is, and I'm from the US, and I think the struggle with that is you can't legally drink till you're 21. Mm-hmm. And that creates that sort of, by the time you've already legally been able to drink, it's almost too late to cut, like you're already most of the way through uni and it's a very expensive choice to go back and go oh maybe I didn't want to do this or I need to change course to get into that so you kind of I think here where you can drink at 18 and you can be sort of working in a bar at a younger age busting tables and doing any of that you get exposure a lot sooner than maybe you get in the US um so it it would be a shame to not engage that at a younger age because like I wish that I had been engaged in 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 the drinks industry like from a lot earlier on than I have but I also totally agree to your point about the inclusivity thing um I've had this conversation you know hobby wise I'm into video games and board games which are I mean they tend to be quite male dominated historically and also um I mean Joe and I both work in IT which historically has been you know male dominated as well amount of times I've been called that (laughs) IT guy I can't even yeah (laughs) Um, I mean actually thinking about it I honestly don't think I've ever met a woman that works in IT, which is crazy. You probably have. <laughs> you just haven't re- like. You probably you just haven't realised realize yeah. it. Um, but it, it's that thing of um, I've had these conversations. You know, with my husband, so I can only speak from like a female's perspective. But like, even talking to other people in the drinks industry, like there'll be maybe a brewery that doesn't offer something such as like maternity leave. And if you are a woman that sort of is inclined to have a family, it might be a bit more difficult for you. Um, to decide you're going to go to a brewery because you might be like well what happens when I um want to have a family like what do I do or um in some of the you know video games areas they don't make it in a way that's appealing to somebody that doesn't look like I think James you kind of said it you tend to hire people that look like you even not not purposely subconsciously you just happen to do that that's Um, how James hired me actually (laughs) because 
I like is, that. The, is it is it the beard? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Beard. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope people are actually watching this and they're not, and they're not listening. They're just like, oh, okay, big beard. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, Ellen's got a beard. Why not? <laughs> yeah, and very luxurious it is. I'm very, yeah. Yeah, very envious. <laughs> um, so uh, on the on that point about what you'd like to see in the future is there anything from a wilderness brewery standpoint that you have decided you want to start doing in future is there anything you're already doing that you just want to take the moment to sort of shout about and be like we're doing this really great thing to to promote positive behaviors all the things like from my point of view from when we started it's small things but it, it's only ever things that I feel like that's just should be the normal thing so like if you know if our customers are not in favor of you know people being treated fairly and stuff sort of rather they weren't our customers and it's just yeah it's nothing major it's just trying to make it clear that hey we have some values and if you don't have those what we see is quite straightforward basic values there's definitely breweries we can point you towards that will certainly cater towards your views rather than um, I just want to hit you with a stereotypical preach because that is just yeah. like literally just yeah. hearing someone be like if you don't stand for it just to vocalize like yeah if you don't stand for equality and treating people fairly and you prefer you know intolerance then uh maybe it's okay if you're not our customer like yeah. that is really refreshing like every it's time I hear somebody be. say it I'm like yes <laughs> and like because I think it's so common um the, the I don't know especially from being from hospitality that response from some customers that you get but they're like well I'm gonna take my business elsewhere and then I think people sometimes it's cool. panic. Uh, and they, yeah yeah and because yeah, some but some companies, but some companies are, yeah. and I understand, like, obviously the stress of like, I don't know, I don't understand because I, I have no money in any of this. So I'm just like, well, what are you going to do? But like, <laughs> I think. You try to understand. Well, yeah, also be, like, I, do... I understand why you might have to make that choice, yeah. but yeah. why would you want to have to make that yeah. choice? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think, but I also think, I don't know. Yeah, I think that that's, and that's one of the things I think that, well, that was one of the reasons that I was like, I'd, I'd really like to work with Wilderness because I think by the time when I when I left my bar job last year, I was like, I think maybe I'm kind of over beer as a concept, and um, and then went and worked inside of for a bit, which was absolutely lovely and had a really nice time. But I was like, it is going to take, I guess, a lot. I, I was like, if for me to go back in, it's going to have to be. Uh, with someone that I trust for sure like a company that I trust as well um so I thought that yeah I think everything that I guess um wilderness is about um I was really interested in and also I thought well then maybe we can uh, yeah I didn't I thought oh it would be quite nice because I guess James will be quite amenable to suggestions like this um I mean, we definitely want to do some, uh, a bunch of work with some trans charities, especially Wales-based ones, because um, the trans community are, are having a really awful, continue to have a really, really awful time. And that's just kind of getting worse and worse. And I think that, um, that they're a community that really need to be stood behind at the moment. So um and, yeah, and it's very easy if you're a company when there's there seems to be like an issue that is for some reason and I don't know polarizing to like stay away because you don't want to maybe offend some of your customers or something. Yeah. But like genuinely, those aren't the customers we yeah. we want. And for the most part, as far as I can tell, they aren't the customers we have, which is very nice. But like, yeah, most importantly, they're not the customers we we want so like we can like I guess we are perhaps a little freer in that way than some companies. Yeah. But all and companies should be that free. So the argument's only between two. So <laughs> you don't have yeah, to yeah. you don't have yeah. to call everyone into yeah. a meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no board. <laughs> like it's just us. 
and that makes things like I guess yeah there's an element of sort of privilege to not actually having lots in a way there's less red tape to have to go through to like decide you want to make a decision to to do something when you don't have to get everyone's approval to be like is it okay like there's just it sort of takes away some red tape behind what maybe other breweries have to go through to take a stand on something maybe they have to go well it's got to go by the PR department and this department and yeah no I totally get you on that yeah and we're we're very lucky that if we got sued or anything like we have no assets like we're we're, like (laughs) <laughs> nothing for you to say <laughs> like, please please <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wish you would Brilliant. Brilliant. um yeah I, yeah so i think that's kind of something this year that we definitely want to um yeah, totally. get involved with but Amazing. like out, outside of i think the other thing is supporting different communities outside of the like allotted time schedule in the year like um that was that's something that is quite um I mean it's personally very important to me um being someone who's like queer and non-binary like I think that I'm like oh it's nice if people get excited about I don't know who want to who give money to charities and stuff outside of pride that's like such a huge thing and it doesn't it really doesn't happen um so I think that yeah that sort of just at least being someone who is doing that, if we can help in any way, then I'd, yeah, I'd kind of rather do that. If we can aid a charity's like cash flow in some way, like that would be really nice. So yeah, I yeah. think that that's right. Also, it works from for us for a, from a business point of view because um, we're leaning into the fact that I can't get anything done to a deadline. So like. <laughs> trying to do something during like pride month or something that's not really going to work for us it's not going to work uh, for you no that's true it would come out very late (laughs) (laughs) it's like happy pride month they're like that was two months ago (laughs) you're like like, pride month is every month (laughs) that you could use that to your advantage you could be like pride month (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant um so conscious that we've sort of kept you longer than we said we'd go to, but the conversations were brilliant. Well, no, no, so, no, no, no. And I didn't want to cut anyone. Else. We've got one final question. Before that, I actually do have a question before the final question. Ooh. It's just popped into my head. So did you both know each other prior, Helen, to you being like, I want to work at Wilderness? Or did you drink their beer and just go, well, this is someplace I'd like to, to work? Was there any connection there before you sort of started working there or... Yeah, my wife came home one day and was like, I bought a beer that you might like. Um, And I just, yeah, I I was quite, um, I was just really surprised. Mainly because, (laughs) there's no, she does buy me lots of beer. Um, Mainly (laughs) just because of the fact that, like, um, so she, or has historically not always been super into like sours and, and wild ferments, but it's gotten really, um, has gotten way more into it over the past like couple of years. But um, so I was quite like, I was almost quite annoyed that she'd heard of, like discovered this brewery that I hadn't heard of. I was like, <laughs> um, but you have no right. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, you. About, yeah, yeah, I'm curious that you've gifted this yeah. to me. But thank you. <laughs> but. <laughs> but we tried it and I, I really liked it and um I can't remember the name of it I remember it was the one with grapes <laughs> I know that's oh, yeah. so unhelpful <laughs> no 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 Modern Love grapes. that would have been Modern Love oh yeah. good name too um but yeah and I was really into it and then um actually I um asked James we did a at Birin, we did a Welsh drinks month last March and we kind of just had lots of people um like we wanted to do like just a kind of everything was going to be themed around drinks made in Wales um and we didn't really do having like we didn't really do a lot of like necessarily spotlights on business owners it had always kind of been workers and stuff um but we decided that because of a lot of the Welsh drinks industry is quite often quite small and not doesn't have like big teams or whatever we kind of chose a couple of people that we wanted to um highlight so we asked James if he would be up for like just like writing a bit about what wilderness are and do and 
and um and thankfully he said yes um so and then you know in a conflict of interest I didn't know he was going to give me a job so. yeah. <laughs> that was like March last year I didn't get offered a job until the November you have to say I'm working there now but I swear it was not bribery yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. well it was really funny because like so I I hadn't wanted to hire anyone I hadn't like it was my little thing and I liked it but I knew I needed help and I was like well I'd because we chatted before and I'd written something and I was already aware of Biram and like I found out a bit more about Helen I was like oh like Helen seems like someone that could really like do some stuff that would be great and then like at one point you were saying like, oh, at the end of the cider harvest, I'll be looking for some stuff. And I was like, oh, probably have loads of stuff to do, but would you <laughs> like to help me a little bit? And you were like, so that was great. you do all of the stuff that I don't want to do? When I was like... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah right, I guess. Yeah, yeah right, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I, can, I can recommend... Sorry, no, I can't recommend. Like, don't no, you can't yeah, no, no, recommend. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't recommend, yeah. no. <laughs> No more. You want to keep them? Don't. Yeah, if, if you need a really horrible reference, that's really like <laughs> yeah, undermining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are terrible. Do not take them away from yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, it just popped into my head as as you were both talking, and I was like, I need to ask this question <laughs> because I I, it, I I don't want to I don't want to like message after and be like, so how how did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I just I'll just ask now um which leads me to the final question thank you guys so 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 much for uh, both of your patience um and your time it's been really helpful uh, and insightful I think it's gonna be really good but my final question to you both would be is there any message that you would both like to send to any brewery that's maybe considering doing this I think you kind of touched upon some of it before already but anything extra you want to add or reiterate uh, breweries considering it or maybe breweries that haven't even considered it but might hear this somehow I don't know we'll see but um I'm I'm sure Helen would be way more eloquent but like in the sense of like breweries that don't know like you know want to show that they are not horrific people but you know, are worried about how to do it and stuff. Like, this is the easiest possible thing you could do. Like, it's it's all organised for you. It's 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 great, and it's just your way of saying like, hey, there's some people that stand for something, and we aren't actively against that. So here's a beer. Like, you know, it's it's brilliant. I love it. But the nice thing is, like, like you can do as much as you want as a company around it mm-hmm. but the the barrier to entry is is really low and it's a really good project and people should do it and homebrewers should do it there's a homebrew recipe homebrew should do it and we, did say, it. we did <laughs> it oh, amazing. Oh, we yeah. did it <laughs> And it tasted really good. I think this is our last. This is our last one. We did oh, it. Well. Oh, great. We did we it. We had to tweak it a little bit, yeah. but it it tasted. I didn't have any mosaic, but we used uh, an English hop called Martlet that Ooh. I happen to have some of. Yeah, so oh, wow. so interesting. Yeah, and it was Tori's first ever go at home brewing, so it felt like a really good thing to do because I was teaching her how to home brew. So yeah, amazing. Oh, that's fab. Yeah. I love that. Um. Yeah, definitely. They just need to do it. Also, the other thing that is a little known fact, if you're a cider maker, you can also do it. Uh, yeah, that's, yes. that's brilliant. Yes. They've opened it up to cider uh, cideries as well. So um, I think with the idea that, you know, you're kind of making something that is, I guess, just... Um, it sounds really stupid to say fruity. I don't mean fruity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, if there's any any cider cider makers that want to get involved as well, they definitely need to hit up the Brave Noise Lock because they'll um, answer like any questions that you have about how because they've basically because of the way that cider is, they've not given like a you know a, a, like a recipe. recipe. So, but um, yeah, I would definitely um, 
I definitely get involved if you can. Um, That's really interesting. I didn't yeah. even consider that. I just assumed not, I didn't even think that far ahead to make that assumption, if you know what I mean. Like I didn't even process the fact that, oh yeah, actually a cidery, I don't know. I don't know too many. I know Little Pomona, which I've not tried myself, but I hear is amazing. So I wanted to to try them. Um, but just the idea that, yeah, cideries can can make it yeah why not <laughs> and also yeah. like there are um like a lot of women inside it who would also benefit I guess from like the support of of brave noise so yeah I think um yeah d- definitely um that would be my my suggestion also I think if you know of breweries who have done it and you're like I have questions just ask let's 100%. like don't just like there's no gatekeeping there's no gatekeeping yeah don't dwell in panic about things if you're not sure just shoot just shoot them a message and be like hey in the same way that maybe you would if you were like i don't know struggling with a beer that you're making that's me pretending to be someone that brews beer um (laughs) well it's 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 very convincing because it's exactly what a lot of people that i know that do brew beer have turned around and said like we're not gatekeepers doesn't work i don't know um (laughs) i I think i think we've spoken to people as well who are like um who are brewers and they've said not even about brave noise per se but you know they've said there was someone that we spoke to not on the podcast but off the podcast who said the best brewers will be the ones that aren't afraid to talk openly to you about like if you need help they're willing to help you they're not afraid to keep their recipe behind lock and key or anything like that they're willing to help and do what they can um, and support each other and um so I think there is you can say like oh I say that as a person that doesn't do it but I mean it's a spot-on answer from what I've heard from people that that do do it so (laughs) yeah no, totally. The uh, the nice people are very nice. Yes, <laughs> and therefore they should do a brave noise thing. Yes, they, that's, they that's, should. We yeah. just need the evil plan to start working yeah. where everybody yeah, is yeah. the nice people. <laughs> 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 that's, yeah. that's all right. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you're right. That James, what you were saying about you know you can kind of do as little as you want or as much as you want because they give you everything you need. That's the bare minimum. They give you the label. They give you the recipe. They give you um, everything, you know, they can help you with the very basic code of conduct outlines if you don't have it. But if you want to go that step further, you can tweak the recipe, you can tweak the label, you can tweak your code of conduct. You can take it as far and as wide as you want to. Or you could go, I don't have the brain space to be able to do this, but I still want to do something. So we'll just go bog standard. Yeah. Yeah. All all you need to have is like the, the willingness to stand up and say like, yeah, this, this is, a team I want to be on like there's there's not nothing more that you really need than that it's which is great like it that's why it's a really good initiative like someone's taken the initiative organized all the stuff and just want people to stand by it um which is why it's sad that there isn't as much yeah. enthusiasm as you might hope but uh, yeah 100 yeah. percent I hope by the time this comes out that there's a cidery that has decided to yeah. do it because I am now you've put that into my head and now I'm like yeah I'm really interested I want to try that that would be really good um but yeah uh that's all the questions that we had today thank you guys both so 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 much for giving your time like I said I know we've overrun um and it's been super super good chat and um I hope so we get to insightful. talk to you again yeah we're gonna have to talk to you again because it's so good and a fun I say like a fun conversation but not to make light of of, yeah. of the topic that we're talking about but it's just been such an easy great conversation that I hope we get to talk to you guys again and um and uh more about you both as opposed to <laughs> to the initiative as a whole but um yeah, yeah thank you guys both for agreeing thank you so much thank you. also i was just thinking i wish we'd have known about i didn't think james we should have been wearing our uh, t-shirts as well i was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> twinning but it's not really twinning like quad- quadrupling next time i wasn't that was even thinking <laughs> that's right yeah. next time we got this. Yes, we'll go. Next time we'll <laughs> we all wear the same thing. We'll just yeah, yeah. all know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> oh, amazing. Brilliant. Thank you. Have a really good night, both of you. Yeah. And thank, thank you, you guys much. again for joining us.
I really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. But so, we originally had a plan where we were going to do like short interviews. I think we explained this before. Yeah, so we think, we've explained this before. But the original plan was short interviews with the people who have made Brave Noise Beer and kind of do like a compilation. This is the this episode. This was our second one. This is the second one. This is where it all went to pot because we had this such a good This is our second one where we realised the conversation was with too James good. With James and Helen, it was so good that we were just like, yeah, no, these need to be standalone episodes. And here yeah. we are. Pivot. This is such a good episode. And so good. Even talking about something so serious, they were able to make us laugh and make us, like, it was just a really good conversation and and like I'm a person that's got like really dark sense of humor as well and like having that energy as well even when talking about especially when talking about something really serious like I was like yes and I felt like it was it just made the atmosphere and the conversation was so good and that's when we finished we were like well shit I guess we're not me and we're gonna have to do full episodes yeah and then we felt bad because the first one we did yeah. we were very like all right all right like, frankie you know was like, so good yeah. frankie from the park brewery frankie, was so good yeah. frankie she knew the brief she charged. was like she, like we have yeah. to do this frankie knew the assignment and she executed it perfectly not that like, james and helen didn't no but it was but... definitely that thing where yeah. we were like we just got carried away with like the com- yeah. because we tangent and we were like they'd say something and we'd be like hang on a minute okay let's <laughs> let's go let's go into that and then yeah. we thought like oh no and we didn't want to cut off the co- no, like the good flowing conversation so good. as it was happening um so yes it, it, we, you've it got good. a series now we hope <laughs> you enjoyed this it. episode yeah. we hope you enjoyed it too it's been excellent this is episode three if we got this far and you don't realize this is episode three um that hopefully there are more to come breweries Yes. If you have made, we've contacted these, a few. And over a few, my shoulder, yeah. And I haven't drunk it yet. You need to get hold of us because we want to talk to you. Yeah, you we've we've, con- you up. we've contacted. Yeah. I've tried to reach out and contact everyone I could get a hold of. Um, and I had, I think some probably just hadn't seen it. Um, because they probably get a lot of messages, and it's just yeah, it's difficult to sort of weed through that. Um, and then some of them did come back, but there were some delays because people were unwell or on holiday or anything else, or they hadn't made it yet, or there was just there were like legitimate reasons why. Yeah. Um, but that being said, open invitation now. Uh, we've we've had some really good conversations so far. We've had a few really good conversations, and we want to keep having good conversations. And really, Joe's just going to drink those beers if we don't Otherwise have the I'm conversation. Just drink like this, <laughs> We'd like, like to drink it. We'd like to drink it with you. What three full <laughs> talk ones back about there? It. I'm just going like to drink it. Yes, we'd like to drink it with you and talk about it. Whereas yeah. just Joe drinking it on her own yeah. and just enjoying it herself. Just enjoying so. it. Yeah. <laughs> open invitation and if if for whatever reason like even if you're not a brewery and you haven't actually produced a beer but you're doing something in this space or you're very particularly interested in this space and and you want to come on you want to be part of this like mini series that would just go on until we run out of conversations um definitely just email us uh you can email us at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com and just yeah reach out i mean it doesn't matter even if you're us uk somewhere else in the world like we can only obviously get a hold of yeah if you want to you know if if you want us to get a hold of your uh, your beer and you're in the us we're not gonna be able to do that we'd still like to talk to you although to be fair like uh if it's somewhere that my mum could conceivably pick it up she is coming over in november yeah so there's that but even so like we don't care if we have the beer don't have the beer like yeah that's not the focal point of the episode we still want to talk to you um, and have a conversation so it doesn't matter where in the world you are if you want to be a part of this conversation reach out let us know because um, we're still going to keep talking about it we're not going to let any of you forget about it so. <laughs> just mean that if no one wants to actually like speak to us we're just gonna have to we're make just gonna, yeah about. we'll just talk about stuff we're <laughs> we're aiming we're aiming for like one brave noise release a month yes for at least till the end of the year yeah um because we just want to keep it going for as long as possible. The more people that want to join in the conversation and we can make it roll over more than a year, absolutely great. But minimally, we want to make it until the we want at least one a month um, until 
effectively when the Brave, no- Brave Noise Initiative closes, which is beer being released in December. So maybe January. We'll aim for January because really, if your beer being released in December, we could still talk to you in January. Yeah. So um, if we can make it all the way to January and not run out of things to talk about, and it doesn't just become us sitting there just going brave noise <laughs> brave noise for like an hour just to talk about it i mean i'm not i'm not above that I'll i'm not opposed it. to that yeah i mean i'll do it but it's probably not as interesting for you to hear that so <laughs> oh we should do we should like then just start like clanging the cans together do 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 you know that like um that tiktok video where it's like do 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 so that's the one that made me think about it. i've not seen yeah, it but you keep talking about it i so love I feel that like we need to do it. i can't not believe you've no, never not seen, seen it. it i'm gonna sort that my out algorithm is different to your algorithm no i think this was originally a vine video <laughs> oh, okay that's why then um tori if people want to contact you because they want to talk to us about brave noise where can they get hold of you you want to talk to me about brave noise or you want to come on here to talk about brave noise or you have a recommendation of who you want us to talk to about brave noise or a topic about brave noise you want us to talk to all brave noise all the time all day every day you can find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism or i'm giving out my email now for no particular reason because no one's going to email me but it's adventures and optimism at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of the podcast that email again is a woman's brew the podcast no just a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com a woman's brew podcast there's no the in it at gmail.com don't panic it's on the screen Don't listen to me. I'm garbage or a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And Joe, if people want to talk to you all day, every day about a brave noise, where can they talk to you? Come and talk to me about brave noise. I will talk to you about it. I'm brewing brave noise. I'm brewing brave noise. I did that. We did that. Here it is. There's ours. So you can still do that. You can talk to me about that at my beer school. Love beer learning on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Pinterest. There is a website that is run by me and it is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. There's a contact form there if you'd like to get hold of me there. And I also have an email address, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. Talk to me about home brewing it for yourself. If you if your favorite brewery isn't doing it yet and they're not listening to you when you petition them because you should be letting them know that you want them to do it. I will help Literally. you brew your own. And if you're a brewery that wants a commercial brewer and and you're like, I need people to come help and brew it. Like, we will travel. Let's know. Like, we will we'll come women, help you. We'll travel. We, we will, will travel. We will we'll, go. We will travel. We'll find people <laughs> that can help you if you need help. So, so on that, that note, note. Cheers. cheers.